0: Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, email us at simulcast at gmail.com.
1: One.
2: Single. Simulcast.
3: Single Simulcast, episode 351. Shante's in the building. I'm Rashani. Today, we're joined by two homies. I do shows with both of them separately, but this is their first time being together. Togetherness, that's important. From a Why So Serious podcast, we got the cool black nerd himself, Brandon. Brandon, go ahead and tell us something about yourself. Tell us something about the shows. The floor is yours.
4: Uh, what's going on, everybody? Hey, Shante, what's up, uh, Rashani? Who are my wits? Scar. Who else is on? Scar, what's up, man? Um. Yeah, so uh, uh, up, I have, I did not uh, intend on saying anything until I
1: was properly introduced. But like, shut up, you, nigga! You, you <laughs> really fucked that up. So like, thank you for that. But like, what's up, dog? Like for real. Uh, yeah, but, like, I wasn't gonna say anything. I was muted and erred, nigga. Was, he ain't tagging you out of jail. Shut the fuck up. I was like, I was sitting there with I was sitting there with my hands together this with my like, head. This closed. is like. This like is like the, uh, when the like niggas preacher, when he's getting ready to get announced at, at, at dirt, you know what I'm saying? When he got his hands down and his, his head, like he's like getting a little silent prayer on. I was like, I was sitting here, almost got a Birdman hand rub. Like I was like, yeah, buddy, it's about to be on. And he was like, Scar, what's up, dude? Uh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you was like, the nah, what it was really like was you was like the nigga in freeze tag who got frozen <laughs> and you just itching for one of your homeboys to tag you back in because you're tired of standing on one foot. I don't know how niggas would get tagged and freeze tag in the weirdest position. Like, hold on. I was sitting Ice there practicing.
1: Man. I was sitting there practicing my lines like spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. Like I was in there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Brandon, go ahead, man. <laughs> nah, no problem. Uh, yeah, I host a podcast, the Watch the Series podcast. We do a weekly show on movie news, comic book news, TV news, and random nerd shit. Um, and then we also do movie reviews um, with Rashani, with mostly on almost all of them. Um, and we basically go to the movies, watch movies, talk, tell you about them. If you should go see them, if you shouldn't, what we like about them all that good jazz, and then um, I do another podcast that's been on a little bit of a hiatus, but we'll be back this week, called uh, Comic Book History 101, where we just talk about different things in comic books, characters, runs, current news, just random comic book stuff, Um, and we're about to do an episode on uh, the Jonathan Hickman X-Men Thing to just end it yesterday. I mean, Wednesday. I watched Uh,
1: watched a video about the first episode, but I've been watching this guy on YouTube uh, kind of recap uh, comic books. Comments explain. No, um, there's oh. there's another guy. I think his name is Danny Malt or something like that. He uh just went through all of the um the boys comics and he just started going through Invincible and I'm like in there because I'm like yo I ain't gotta read nigga this is greatness <laughs> like you know I me mean? the 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 videos are like just short of an hour for each of them because he's going through like the 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 collections
4: you know oh yeah I mean? yeah yeah he's yeah, going
1: yeah. through the volumes but like I'm like
3: hell yeah I ain't gotta read. Like, this is great, and that voice you just heard, and we'll hear a lot more uh that's the that's the that's the family member that scar right there from uh the dream team and 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 casual conversation, and well, not any more casual conversation, but uh, no, I'm not
1: on that sarcasm
3: live and it's
1: it's still on the feed, but it's not but I'm not on the show
3: and you know what I was listening to I posted up an episode like an old episode of single cybercast, literally episode sixteen, and I'll explain why in a bit. But um, on there, I was talking about all the places where you could find single simulcasts, and one of them was the Geeks Gone Raw website and the Geeks Gone Raw Collective. And then another one was SFX360, which was uh, (laughs) – I don't even remember. I think that was Jose's uh, website, but I can't remember for sure. Anyhow, tell them something about yourself. Tell them something about your shows, stuff like that.
1: Hmm. I'm, I'm Scar. I'm a Virgo.
3: Nigga, I know you didn't rock back and forth with your head in your lap doing the Birdman rug <laughs> for you to talk that timidly. You better speak with your throat.
1: Um, no, I mean, um, I am. Um, nah, I
3: do... nah, nah, nigga. Who is you? Who is you? Who is you? Are you
1: trying to? Are you trying to pump me up like? Yeah, the, I don't yeah, think yeah. That's, like the I mighty, mighty. Works.
3: I've been watching a lot of those mighty, mighty band uh things where they're marching down the street. Okay. And you know, wait. Oh, oh okay now you can go now you pumped up right
1: not really um no i'm i am the 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 head of uh the geeks gone raw collective that used to be um i i was Scarcasm live which is my main podcast i'm one third of the dream team which uh, can't seem to get a show out because we are all like busy um and i you know sometimes i paint and it's really fun and kind of relaxing. And that's the reason why I'm not relaxed. So, yeah, I do a lot of things. I'm out here. I'm out here in these streets, dog. That's how, that's how I go. You're
3: looking for haters, too. If y'all want to be a hater of Scar. Man,
1: I can't. I can't wait. I've been podcasting since 2009. And I got one piece of hate mail.
3: It's me. Out of I'm, all I'm of that. hater. I hate Scar.
1: And, and look, <laughs> I, I got, look, the one and the only the only piece of hate mail I've ever got wasn't even talking about me. That was the worst part about it. Like I got the show got some hate mail, but it was talk, it was talk, at the time it was talking about Sherry, like it wasn't even talking about me. So like, yo, what the fuck? Like no one hate, no one cares about me enough to hate me? That's a bullshit.
3: I remember vividly I went on Twitter once and I typed out a tweet that said I hate Rashani. And this nigga scar stumbled in and said, Me too. Yeah. It was a trap, and you fell into it. You don't know who was there. We looking at each other, point like Spider Man, and shit.
4: <laughs> I hate uh, to
3: look. <laughs> oh man, podcast bestie, internet bestie. So, um, this week, I, I decided that uh, I need to get a new car, and so I got one. Uh, because the BMW that I just got, like, I don't have luck with cars. Some people have cars that they can hold on to for like 20 years, have them old schools or are just rolling down the street and all oh, fuck all that shit. My cars last like five years tops. They have a lifespan and um, shit happens to them that I can't even explain. Like, it's not my fault, like lemon shit. Like everything I touch turns into a lemon. And the van went first. Like, it was, we paid for a transmission that was 3500 And then the week after that, the engine coil started going out. So we were like, fuck you, bro. And so we got Nisha's car, and I didn't get in it because I was scared it was going to die. Um, so I got a BMW uh, from my mom. Now, the BMW that I got from my mom has ran perfectly since 2005. 14 years. 188,000 miles on it. No issues. As soon as I get into it, shit starts clicking. So I spent like another fourteen, fifteen hundred 1500 on this BMW that when my mom had it she only had to get oil changes on it and let me tell y'all something about BMWs the maintenance on them is expensive as shit. Yeah, the
2: oil changes
1: like it's like $100 and shit around here. It's not
3: no oil change out here. Yeah, out here it costs they will say it costs 150 bucks for them to even lift the lid or lift the hatch, the latch on the hood. 150 for labor.
1: So in other words, you've got the minus touch. Everything you
3: touch turns shit. I'm proud of you. See, I could do that shit too, dog. No, you can't. But I'm proud of you. You can't. You can't. Everybody want to be like me. I understand. That's cool. You got haters now. It's me. It's spoiler alert. Um, I'm gonna send you a letter later on. It's gonna be brutal. Um, dear Scar, fuck you, bro. Sincerely, like I'm gonna leave my real name. That's part one. For um, real.
1: I'm- I would cry tears of joy. Like, I'm I'm dead ass serious. Just wait till you see your
3: Christmas present. It's going to be a whole bunch of hate mail. It's
1: going to be, oh my God, you
2: care enough
1: to hate me. I I appreciate you so much.
3: So, Um, like, especially if it's
1: handwritten, like, you got to really fucking hate somebody to handwrite a hate note. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you handwrite a letter saying, motherfucker, I hate you. That is, like, the best thing ever. That's, like, you would be my own personal stand.
3: You know what I'm saying? Or that's how you go to jail, cause you know they'll figure out your handwriting and call the cops. Well, I on mean, you,
1: you ain't got to say that you want to kill a nigga, like, but like, bro. then what? What kind of hate mail do you
3: want? No, I just said, nigga. Like, I, I thought that. this is America, Scar. Um, I mean, we don't I do hate, hate mail in America unless we're threatening your life, nigga. Unless, unless
1: it's unless it got something to do with the Chinese right now, like we.
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, uh, BMW. Long story short is. Gone to shit. The transmission is gone out on that. Uh so I got a new Toyota Corolla. This time I was like, fuck it. I got a 2018 Corolla uh with twenty three thousand miles on it.
1: Yo, that is awesome. You want to know something about me? I drive a Corolla also.
3: I will kick you in your balls.
1: I do. I literally drive a Corolla, but my shit is a ninety-eight, not a 2018. But I <laughs> Let's see. I literally drive a 98 Corolla. I'm not bullshitting.
3: See, this is how you get hate mail. This I mean, is it. You're working I mean, really well towards it. I pre- I want to say that you're doing an honorable I'm, job.
1: But I'm really not making this shit up. I drive a 98 Corolla.
3: Oh, I'm not making it up either. You're really going to get some hate mail. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> so got a 2018 Corolla um, with 23,000 miles on it, something like that. And I named it um, Athena uh, because it sprang full grown from the hood of the BMW that crapped out on me. <laughs> um, and so that's how I got a car. It was a longer story, but Scar. Brandon, just so you know, when Scar's here, you got to get in where you fit in, bro.
1: Yeah, this is double dutch. Like, you got to see enjoy. if you can
3: hang. If I you can't hang, you got to get out the gang.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I can hang. I'm just listening. I wanted to hear about that story.
3: Yeah, it was it was much more in depth. I had thought about it and shit. I had written stuff out. I had notes and then scars here. But um, yeah, no anyhow. notes,
1: no notes, never. Any,
3: anyhow, speaking of no notes, Fame Snitch, Takashi Six <laughs> Nine, uh, he signed a ten million dollar record deal while in prison. Makes sense. I mean,
4: now I Tupac got a question. Yes, I got a question. Is it only snitching if you don't like the person? I don't know, but but let's. Be I feel honest. like no. I feel like nobody. All the people that be snitching on Trump, nobody be calling them snitches. I do. They are American heroes.
3: I I call them snitches. They're, they're,
4: <laughs> they're informants. <laughs> or or, or, or
1: whistleblowers.
4: whistleblowers. Yeah, whistleblowers. <laughs> nobody out here being like, "Yo, fuck them snitches, man."
2: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let me let me,
4: let me ask you this question: Out of the people that you know
1: of that that um, you know that he that he snitched on,
4: was any of that information new to anyone? I mean, could it oh, be deduced. No, I don't think, and I don't think it surprised anybody. <laughs> I mean, because like the the Cardi B thing, like she's admitted that shit
1: herself, and she was like, "Yo, you know, Cardi did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that." Like she's been through that phase yeah, in good. in her in her life, and she said, "Like, yo, I was in, I was not in a good place. I joined this for." for this specific reason but like I would you know it would probably be best if you don't do this like you don't ha- if you don't have to do this don't do this she said it so like for, for, for him to say well Cardi B is one of them like alright cool and then like retired rapper Jim Jones like who who the fuck gives a shit about Jim Jones like even his own niggas don't fuck with him like that <laughs> Like you know what I'm saying like like all of a sudden like he'll be like um can't uh like Camel do like an interview with somebody like that and then he'll just say some random fucked up shit about Jim Jones. And like nobody gives a fuck about Jim
4: Jones to be like man Cam Wilder. No, like no fuck this nigga Jim. Like But what did, what do they even do now? This is my thing with this is my question about rap music in general. Once you get old, if you're not Jay-Z, like are you like are people still coming to your shows? Like if Juvie has a show, I'm showing up to the juvenile show. But okay. that's because it's juvenile. But like, are people going, like when I was younger, I used to love Dipset. I'm not going to a Dipset reunion show. You kidding me? I wouldn't. Okay.
1: I got one stipulation. Well, first of all, I don't really do a whole lot of shows. I'll say that up front. I've, I haven't been to a whole lot of shows. That's, that's not my scene. I'm not really uh, down to be around a whole lot of people. Um, that's not my jam. But like, I would go to a Dipset show. If it was like a rock reunion type deal, and they're like, there's more, um, there's more artists from that, from that, from that era like you know when The Rock really had it so like all, if all of them show up like State prop and all them niggas show up like I'm cool for something like that I'm not just going to see Dipset like if Dipset <laughs> decides to do a tour like you know what I mean like we <laughs> we, gonna, <laughs> we gonna let Freaky Ziggy, uh, do open for us like no that's not some shit that I really want to go to but like mm-hmm. if it was like a Rock reunion type deal like I'm I'm all for that like I'll, I'll look tape it put it on put it on the internet I'll pay for it you know what I mean like I'll, I'll do something like that but like i ain't about to go see
4: this on this no i have no interest in seeing jim jones like can you imagine like jim jones like he what you imagine like his publicist or his, if he even still has a team like reaching out for club appearances who's paying jim jones to come host their event i was a club promoter for 10 years i'm not host i'm not calling jim jones in 2019 not doing that I mean, New York, like New York, probably
1: still got some love for dude. Like, I think he can still get money out there in New York, but like anywhere else, like he's not really like he's not really going to show up to Hampton and like pack a show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but even though like you know back back in the day, all these all these Virginia niggas wanted to be New York niggas anyway.
4: But like, oh, yeah. so he might well here's be, the thing, Hampton though uh, HBCU. The well, not the HBC, but the Hampton old heads would absolutely go see Jim Jones. My a lot of my family's from that area; they would absolutely go. A lot of them. Yeah, I mean that's. It's 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 the it's the tidewater area. Those niggas is country. Hold up, dog.
1: Be (laughs) be careful. Be careful. careful. Like we not we not as bad as you think we are. Listen, (laughs)
4: my best friend, my best friend doesn't show me. Devin's from Virginia Beach. Half my family's from. Over there, y'all country. It's okay. I'm from. <laughs> listen, I'm from Baltimore. I can't talk, bro. I'm from Newport News. Like you, might you might. Oh, well that's, be the, worst. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst. Everybody. That's the worst. That's the worst. You're from way in Newport News. That's what people say. Oh God. Well, way hey, over there. Newport News and Hampton are basically the same place. You might as well be from Chesapeake.
2: Oh
1: come on, dog! Like you can't, no, you can't do that. I mean, at least you didn't say Portsmouth. But like, come on, dog! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, so- the, only, the only good thing about Portsmouth is Missy. Like
3: that's it. Like there's
1: nothing, <laughs> there's nothing just, else good about Portsmouth at all. I just want to point out he did not say Magoo.
4: Mm-hmm. There we Why go. Would I would say Magoo is a good thing from like I like Magoo at the time. Y'all got but, y'all got Pusha T though. He got y'all some pub. Glad okay, so here's the problem with Pusha T. Pusha T. reps the area,
1: but he still makes sure that he slides in there that he was originally from New York. Like he did, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like you pay attention, like he slides that in there that he was originally from New York. Like I'm one, I'm one of y'all, but I, you know, I was from there though. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's always that. It's so... always like a, a, a sidebar. Like no, I'm, I'm from New York, but I, you know, I grew up in. In awful, you know what I'm saying—that type of thing.
3: So I feel like I gotta talk about at least one story before we get into the stuff that I actually want to talk about. But we're gonna okay. talk about three stories, okay? Because I'm gonna power through. I'm going to make sure that we make it through. Um, Jordan Brown, who was the young man who testified in the Amber Geiger case of her uh, home invasion and murder of Botham John uh was murdered. Uh he was found with gunshot wounds, uh, one to the chest and one in the mouth, um by police. Um, and everybody pretty much said, open and shut case Johnson. This is clearly the, the cops proving a point and showing this why he don't uh testify against one of us or something like that. And then all of a sudden the cops were like, nah, homie. Let me tell you what really happened. It came up with the most fantastical story. Nigga, I was yo, know, when I when I saw the story, I was
1: like, bruh. You be, like I was turning to my grandma. My grandma's favorite phrase was, "You mean to tell me?" So like I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I turned it to my grandma in that moment. So i was like, first of all, you mean to tell me that this is not open and shut? When the brother who wanted to testify that that was testifying against police officers got shot in the mouth, one, like he shot, he got shot in the mouth. Like so, like okay, somebody was really sending a message with that. Like you got he got shot in the mouth. Second of all, now. I don't smoke, I don't, I don't smoke at all. And I don't smoke weed. But I know at least four people, if I really wanted to smoke weed, I can call right now. And I can get some weed, I know at least four people I can call. locally. You mean to, you mean to tell me a pack of niggas decide to drive four to five hours for a weed deal kills a nigga and leaves without the weed
0: who does that (laughs) nobody (laughs) nobody does that that's why this shit is some bullshit nobody leaves without the weed and without the money it was like what was the point right that makes no sense it makes no
1: sense to kill somebody and then just leave and like even if something went really bad and, you know, and, and you had to, and you felt like you needed to kill somebody. You
3: don't leave without the thing you drove four to five hours for. That makes police, no sense. The investigator said that they found 12 pounds of marijuana and about $4,000 in cash. Now, I don't know anybody who's driving four to five hours for a drug deal where they're only getting 12 pounds of weed.
4: You I mean? I mean, in Texas, I can see that. From Texas?
3: For four for twelve pounds, nigga. Have you seen twelve? I've seen twelve pounds of weed.
4: But you gotta realize four to five hours is like Houston to Dallas.
3: For Texas. twelve pounds. Twelve. Texas. They ain't stupid for twelve <laughs> pounds. <laughs> you're and going. Like, and you're going just, to get less weed than my bowling
1: ball. Yeah, it's like it's like driving around town to find the cheapest gas. Like, yo, your your trip probably costs more than the fucking gas. But
4: think about all the people who do that dumb shit. Yeah, it ain't dumb. These <laughs>
1: niggas, people do that dumb shit. But like, yo, like you, and then like you, and then you get like twelve pounds. You still gotta drive back four to five hours with twelve pounds in the whip. Like, come on, man. Like, what is you doing?
3: They Someone else takes
1: that risk. Like if you if you're in this, if you're in this, and even if you are a you know middle management in the drug game, like you know somebody else takes that risk. You don't go get twelve pounds and they got to drive back with that shit for four to five hours. You get somebody else to do it. You get a runner. Why? So you, when your runner get hit, you are separated from that. Like. I'm not even a criminal, and I know this. They prosecute criminals. They catch criminals, and they're trying to make us believe some shit that even someone who's not a criminal can't believe.
3: I mean, Pusha T is looking at this shit like this some bullshit.
4: <laughs> but listen, the funny thing is, so I'm moving to Dallas on November 1st in a couple of weeks, and, like, three weeks ago, I'm like – Look at this. I'm moving to fucking Dallas. They finally convicted a fucking cop shooting a nigga. Look at this shit. This is going to be good. And then the sentences happen. And then the woman hugged the judge. I mean, the judge hugged the lady. And then this. And I'm like, I'm moving to Dallas.
1: (laughs) But But does it really count as a cop shooting?
4: Yes, other absolutely than fact,
1: Other than the fact that she was a cop like It wasn't like she was in, Here's the like, thing, she's white
4: They fuck over black people all the time And with white people But if she wasn't a cop, she'd have been to jail more than 10 years If she wasn't a cop She would have got more than that Even being a white person, killing a black person With that happening She would have got more than that if she wasn't a cop they, get, they, get, they got her that Sentencing just because she was a cop Nothing else
1: Yeah, I mean, but if she was
4: if she was actually at work, she probably wouldn't have got nothing. No, she wouldn't have got nothing. Maybe like three years, manslaughter or whatever, or something like that. But she was just a citizen, just like a regular white woman, just busted in somebody's door. She she wouldn't have got like life, but she'd have gotten much more than that. Yo, Yo, she if.
1: Yo, her GoFundMe would have been spectacular, dog. <laughs> if she was actually at work, her GoFundMe would have been spectacular.
4: I actually think if she was just a regular white woman, they would have tried to make an example out of her. To I feel like some I feel like one of these cases is going to be like a white person who don't deserve to get like a really like life, and they're gonna give them life just so they can say look we did this to this person and then go back to the bullshit
3: but if they're not a cop then it's not gonna hold any weight right speaking of not holding any weight it was 12 fucking pounds of weed
4: (laughs) now where was the weed that's my question
3: they found the weed in this nigga's house
4: did he have like a trap door or was it just like no
3: no no brandon no, Brandon, don't lose sight of the fact that the cops said they walked into the nigga's house and found the weed in his house and $4,000, 12 pounds of weed and $4,000 in his apartment. The cops found that after finding him murdered. Didn't nobody know this shit when he was testifying? Right.
0: right. Also, like that's, that's what okay, doesn't sure make it. I was like, that's what doesn't make any sense. It's like, why wouldn't one? Why wouldn't the prosecution know that this dude is a drug dealer? And also, why wouldn't the defense know that this dude is a drug dealer? Like, and this also, is open and shut for them yeah, to, get, to defense, get rid of
3: him.
1: All, yeah, all the defense had to say was, come on, son, we going to believe this dude? Nah,
3: but really? You, you mean, let, let him come out and testify, and then you'd be like, nigga, we found 12 pounds of weed in your house. Officer, take him away. His whole testimony shot.
4: Also, if you're pushing real weight, are you going to testify? Fuck right. no. No. <laughs> fucking no. No. <laughs> if I gotta ounce in my car, I'm silent. Like I don't know.
3: <laughs> hey, they said that if I don't say nothing, they're gonna let me throw away the roast that they found under <laughs> my ashtray last year.
4: <laughs> but... See, I think my I think my Baltimore-ness is fucking with me a little bit because I do believe this is fucked up and suspicious as hell with the with the cops. But I'm from a city where people really do get shot, unfortunately, over shit like this. No, literally. No. Well, you know
0: what? It's I think it's I think it's it does make sense that people I mean, people get shot over drug deals, people get shot over small amounts of, of drugs and all kinds of stuff. It's just that it's it's convenient that this particular person got killed in the way that he got killed, considering right. his um purpose in this particular exactly. shooting him exactly. shooting him in the mouth is the right.
1: telltale heart of this situation you know really
0: yes because that's what because as soon as they said oh he got Rashawn, shot you got me like on that got,
1: literary reference like yeah. he got, I got, shot got shot in the, the face talking over
0: but like as soon as he got shot it was like he got shot in the face it was just like oh no this is this is execution style this there is somebody know. making a, a message making a point this is not just some random oh you got shot kind of drug deal gone wrong this is like we came here to kill you let's be real
3: nigga when a drug deal goes wrong ain't nobody gonna shoot you two times only if there's two niggas you getting shot eight times and there's gonna be bullets elsewhere they're gonna find casings there's gonna be windows shot out i've seen the wire (laughs) And,
1: and like if it was really that type of situation and he was really like in the situation to move some weight. Why was he the only one dead? Because right.
3: obviously, somebody, he, he doesn't
4: show what? up yeah. to
3: deal by himself. If this right. was, you know, nigga, this I don't show up to sell an Xbox 360 by myself. You know what I'm saying? I don't show up to GameStop <laughs> to trade something in by myself. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, real talk, <laughs> real talk, real talk. I, I'm so sincere. When I used to go for the midnight releases, I would not go by myself if I was the first person in line. I didn't go by myself to buy a PlayStation 4. Why would I go by myself to sell... 12 pounds of weed. Mm -mm, mm -mm. 12 pounds. I still don't think y'all are closing your eyes and seeing how little that really is.
4: And so, I don't know how they explain this.
3: (laughs) Slowly. Because his mom was like, he didn't have no enemies and he ain't never hurt nobody. And I'm more likely to trust his mama than to trust the cops.
4: That makes possible she didn't know, but this still sounds bullshit. No, like, it's completely known, bullshit. Like,
3: like, he, like, your mom would know if you were dabbling in something. Like, even if you try and hide it, moms would know that you got something going on. But she laid it all out. She was like, he's a college student. He's a quiet kid. He's never done nothing to anybody.
4: So, are they saying, as their quote-unquote story, that he was trying to buy 12 pounds of weed or he was selling 12 pounds of weed?
3: He was selling it. He was, so he selling. was selling it. Yes, okay.
4: definitely selling
3: he was selling it and the money was still at his house and the drugs. Yeah. I mean
1: that's like 10 <laughs> commandments. Like never you don't sell it where you rest at. Like that ain't
0: that what that nigga said. Like, come on, man. Like what it just doesn't make any sense. The bottom line no is sense. it doesn't make any sense for somebody to be for somebody to be a some type of criminal and to testify in this type of case and, and to also, not think that nobody's nope, going to find out that they're this type of criminal.
3: Right. And also, yes. I just want to point out that for some strange reason, when it never happens any other time, to quote, uh, uh, to, to paraphrase something that uh, Luther Vandross said, niggas get murdered all the time. Cops ain't usually finding folks who get killed in drug deals. They're usually not find that them. murderer yes. the next fucking <laughs> yeah. day. Hell they found all three of the suspects, all three of them, all like back to back to back in the same day. And according to this, police said that they saw a silver four door sedan leaving the parking lot or witnesses say that. They were not able to provide a physical description of any possible suspects, and yet the police got all three of them? (laughs) This is the same police department who a couple years ago blew the suspect up with a fucking remote bomb. Why am I going to believe them?
4: They want us to believe these are top five dumbest criminals of all time. Right. That's what they want us to believe. Usually the police will have a better story than this. Because usually the police don't have nothing to hide,
3: but they're the ones who murdered them this time. Like straight up, like they kill people, and then they'll be like, my, "My, my, my, camera cut off." But with this one, they had to come up with a whole ass media type story. Yeah, it's like it's like a little kid, like you know when when.
1: When you did something and you just want to blame somebody else, just be like, you know, Philip did it. Like, and the, like, it's, it, it made sense to them to say that shit at the time. But like, once you start looking through the facts of like what the what actually happened, it's like, no, you did this shit. Why'd you just try to put this shit on Philip? You know this
3: what is, what is one of them conversations where you start looking down at your hands because you know you're about to get your hands whooped. It's no, literally
4: that Dave Chappelle sprinkled some crack on him.
3: Yes, yeah, exactly. it's literally what it is, <laughs> except the cops really think the folks is going to be like, okay. And white folks may be like, okay, but everybody else should be like, wait, what? Like, yo, why can't you just admit that this woman, you know why they can't admit that this woman fucked up? Because hold on one second. Let me go to the next story that we have, which says that with him dead and her about to appeal her case. With one of the witnesses being dead, now all of a sudden? Yeah. Real talk. Like like on Twitter a couple of days ago, there was a full symposium with lawyers and 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 um and uh Leslie Mack all having discussions about why this is bullshit and why this is a very bad thing that the police did this. Leslie said to me. Hold on one second. To me, this also does two things. One, it allows the police to get away with murdering Joshua. And two, it gives Amber a misrepresentation claim in appeal. Because certainly, Joshua being a drug dealer would have been material to his credibility as a witness to the jury. And then Rory Fleming, who's also who's a lawyer, said this is an issue, especially if Joshua had a felony conviction, which they're trying to put on him now by saying he was a drug dealer, because defense could have impeached him as a witness by law. Defense also could have easily done a background check, she could have argued. And if that's the case, if there were no convictions or just misdemeanors, the claim is weaker. So now that they done came in and said this dude was a drug dealer, now that he's dead and can't defend himself, the door is open.
0: Yep. That's and that's why the shit is convenient that this that this witness that that Joshua got killed that that and that's why this shit doesn't make any sense it makes more sense that the police did this on purpose that they murdered this man in order to help Amber Geiger's appeal case
3: mhm
1: dirty business
3: i hear him in the background one time coming <laughs> oh shit oh shit oh shit everybody start running um Sorry, I play that song around my kids so they know what's up. Now, from that conversation to this conversation, a 29-year-old man uh, named Chad Azine of Thibodeau, Louisiana, was arrested for possession of drug paraphernalia, possession of crack cocaine less than 28 grams, which is a felony, possession of methamphetamine less than 28 grams, which is a felony, and resisting an officer and bicycle lamps required. On Monday, September 30th, shortly after midnight, officers with the Thibodeau Police Department were patrolling the area of St. Mary Street near Hickory Street when the subject was observed riding a tricycle with no lighting. Upon making contact with him, he became very nervous while yelling profanities. The investigation led to officers searching his person, at which case a glass smoking pipe containing suspected cocaine residue was located on his person. They were unable to complete the search before he fled from officers on foot. I don't know why he didn't just get back on the tricycle. After a brief foot pursuit, he had surrendered to police, but not before he threw several bags of suspected methamphetamine and crack cocaine. But he didn't throw them far, and the police were able to re- recover him <laughs> and apprehend him without further incident. Like, nigga, we saw you throw them right there. They're right there. <laughs> you Look. Look, they're right there in the middle of the street. Look, you go get them. Go get those for us. You No, you go get them. If you don't go get them, I'm going to shoot you in the back of the neck. Go get that fucking crack rock. Fucking making me run. Nigga on a tricycle. Fucking big wheel stealing motherfucker. Go get that crack. Go get the crack rock. Motherfucker trying to run. You see that shit? He had a tricycle. What we going to get him with, y'all? We got him on possession. We got him on Crack cocaine and meth, but we got to get on them three strikes. Yo, he was riding a tricycle without a light.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I just, there's no way a tricycle will have a light on it. I just find that funny. I'm sorry. Shantae, got anything?
0: No, I have absolutely nothing. I do wonder though, like, is it like, like, I'm wondering if it's actually like a tricycle, like a child's tricycle or like the adult tricycle? yeah like an adult tricycle or is it I a would, big
1: wheel you think it has a basket
0: i don't know but i mean i just want to you know think- what he was i just want to know what how he was making his way how big is this person on this child's <laughs> tricycle he if was, that's what it is
3: he was rolling down the street on a big wheel in the streets of Thibodeau. Cracked out with a pipe in his pocket and a meth in his hand. Rolling. That's how you do it, Scar. Motherfucker. Talent. Mm. Hate mail. Sending it. Sending all that shit. Hate mail. No. Hate mail. No.
1: Absolutely not. Like, no. We're not rolling with that one.
3: Yeah. So... Police... But, like,
1: imagining that, imagining that, um, him driving on a tricycle with the, um, with the Debo theme playing in the background is hilarious.
3: I'm just gonna tuck oh. my pipe in. <laughs> police have warned parents to look for candy lights with THC.
4: What?
3: Yeah. So why? What? <laughs> in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, uh, the police department is warning parents about the possibility of candy lights with THC this Halloween. The police department said they recently uncovered nerds rope edibles containing 400 milligrams of THC while serving a search warrant. Police think trick-or-treaters might be targeted. They are warning parents because they say many packages look like regular candy. Teenagers have already volunteered to dispatch out.
0: That's, what? Stupid. That's stupid. Nobody's giving up their own. Nobody's giving up their edibles to little kids. Like that. Nobody's passing out edibles <laughs> to trick-or-treaters.
1: Yeah. If I if I'm a drug user, why am I giving away my drugs?
3: If like, you're giving away drugs, you are the most popular house on the block. Like adults are coming to your house.
1: Right. Niggas don't even want to match. Like, why the fuck would I just give some stuff away to kids? Like this shit makes no sense.
0: <sighs> I think it's just the evolution of the trick or treater Halloween Herb scare. Invention. Mm -hmm. yeah that's what that's what it's just an evolution of it it's just like before you know when we were growing up it was like oh my god somebody's putting razor blades in the kind of thing and now it's and, and now it's and now it's edibles you know but that's you know even though even though that shit really well it wasn't that the shit really did happen i saw a video something on netflix about urban legends and where they come from and some parent like tried to poison their kids with pixie sticks during Halloween. And that might be where the, oh my God, they're putting stuff in the candy may have come from, or that may have been one of the stories that kind of was the beginning of that kind of, oh my God, watch out for the candy. Because people thought that another house had given the candy to the kids and made them sick. And one of them died, but it turned out it was some, it was the kid's dad who had did it
3: i just like to see the history of it, like how it started been, off initially with uh, just, you know, razor blades being put in the apples.
1: You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck is uh, apples doing fucking? No, that's uh, back in like the 30s person.
3: and 40s.
1: I know, but still, like, and then, like, remember, remember gross ass bobbing for apples?
3: Yeah. but then you realize,
1: cake. and you just realized that if you weren't the first person, you were the nastiest motherfucker on earth.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so be careful out there, y'all cause somebody's putting THC on Nerds ropes and then putting the Nerds rope back into the package and then sealing up the package and then passing it out to kids and kids don't know the difference. You know how much work that puts on somebody who don't even want to share the fucking last slice of pizza with me. And I bought the pizza. You
1: know what I'm saying? And then like and, and it goes to the same thing with this whole uh, this whole thing about vaping. It's just dumb. all of it is just dumb and it's just like people just believe headlines and it's like did you, did you read anything other than the headline? because none of this makes any sense
3: the Euro Cosplay Championships which are held at MC, MCM Comic Con in London later this month have made a rule that you can't wear blackface to any, on any costume oh look at that
1: the fact that you have to make the rule is the problem oh no, you'd
3: be fact, surprised the fact you have to make oh, the, the rule is the solution
1: no, I mean, just like the fact that, like, we, like, like, a, a group of people don't get it by now. Like, we we have to say this every fucking Halloween. Like, every Halloween we have to go. Okay, Halloween is in a few days. We're just gonna tell you up front: blackface is never okay. Like, we have to say this every year. And like, why, why do people just not understand this?
0: Because they don't care. Because they're they racist. Don't care.
3: They either don't so I co- know, don't show, or don't care. Like they, a, don't,
1: they
0: just don't care. They,
1: didn't they a politician care. just come out and be like, yeah, I did like Blackface like
3: 10 years ago. Yeah, we got that story too.
4: Okay. So yeah, I cover cons. I'm actually going, I'm actually covering um, LA Comic Con tomorrow for the show. And they send you, when you like, when you sign up for press, they, they send you this stuff, and then they send you like all the rules of the con. And every time I get, I, every time they send me this stuff, it's like, you know, don't know no racially. They they don't say racist. They say like racially sensitive costumes, and then they have to say like don't harass women who dress up. Like they literally have to say that in mm-hmm. the in the in the rules and stuff that they send you because you know women will dress up as like comic book characters, and a lot of comic book characters, uh, female comic book character costumes are um, scantily clad, sexy, yeah. And so dudes can't like. They can't help. They're like, oh, my God, look at her. I got like I got to run up on her. So they literally have to, like, put signs everywhere and send the stuff to you in the email. And you would think these things should be understood. But, you know. But yet, nope. But then today, did you see this, Rashani? On Twitter, there was this whole conversation about um, uh, Tropic Thunder. No. And how some people still don't get, (laughs) like, people still don't get that film.
3: That film was fucking incredible.
4: It was great. And people go, Robert Downey Jr. did blackface. Why don't y'all cancel him? It's the and same I'm like, as
3: them saying, "You are you going to forgive R. Kelly? Right. No, I'm not even going to give you the time of day. I'm not even going to give that, that statement any credence. Y'all can have that argument with the brick wall and with these nuts because I'm not doing it.
1: Yeah, the whole point of Tropic Thunder was him pointing out how absurd it was. Yes, you know what I mean. Like it wasn't like he was just doing it, and like it was, it was just like this is this is who I am. This is who I'm going to be. You know, this is like I'm playing a character, and this is fucking crazy that I'm that I have to go this far just to play a character, and this whole thing is ridiculous from the very beginning. Like that's what it was.
4: Yeah, he's playing a character. Who dresses up like who thinks he has to dress up in blackface and pointing out how stupid that is? Yes, that's great. That was it's such a brilliant film. Like people and then people who don't get it, they go, "He wore blackface." You know what I mean? And
1: then like people talk, and then like like no one ever brings up how terrible fucking Soul Man was. But see, here's the problem with Soul Man: the nigga kind of looked like Gregory Abbott, so like we had to let it go.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> well, you know what? People don't bring up soul. People don't bring up Soul Man because that shit came on for like one year on HBO because I watched the shit and That's, then it we, never came back on again. It just, never, it just disappeared.
1: It was, all that shit used to come on HBO all the time. I said, You know, it. Uh, what's that? was the other one? Um, the one with the one with McDreamy was the came by me love. I
0: okay, like that yeah. one. That's a good.
1: One. All that shit used to come on all the time, but like, you know how many times I've seen Soul Man? Like, I'm like, yo, like, do we have to let this go because he looked like Gregory Abbott? Like, because like <laughs> that is the only reason why we don't talk about Soul Man because he kind of looked like a he he looked like a black dude that we that we
0: know like we see, we <laughs> like know, they like they got the right foundation. He didn't look strange. Or no, I don't, and know, don't know. No, you know what? Motherfuckers just don't realize that that's Pony Boy. You know, exactly. like they, they just don't realize that that's who the fuck that is. And it's like, it's it's funny like boy. We,
1: we could have been upset about it. And then the shake it down video came out and we were all fucked up in the game at that point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like he just, you know what? Like, you know, something else, I think something about C. Thomas Howe's features. He looked like a Jackson. Like he something. looks like 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 he what? Like, like he, he looks like one of the Chappelle
3: If a Chappelle show skit had somebody dress up like a Jackson,
0: I
1: seen I seen a Jackson. Um, I seen um some Jackson uh videos yesterday, but it was like the 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 in between stage. They want the five no more because you know fucking Randy. But um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> you Randy alone, goddamn it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like every time I see like you know like young Michael, I get pissed off about those fucking kids because, like, people keep saying, oh, you know those was those was his kids, blah, 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 whatever, and I was like, yeah, but those kids look like, look closer to how he looked in the end than, like, this shit right here is genetics. Like, this is what he's supposed to look like. Those kids don't look like what he's supposed to look like. They look like what he got, you know, what he got done to himself. Mm-hmm. So, like, so that means that's not genetically that's not them unless he got went through all of this process and got all the fucking plastic surgery done to kids, which no one ever suggests. That
4: he you did do the Gemini Man thing. I, I suggested
1: it. I, I that Gemini Man. Come on. Nope,
3: don't I, talk about it. Nope. I know, I I'm, <laughs> no, no,
1: you, you know me. I don't I don't really watch a whole lot of movies, especially like no not a whole lot of new movies. But it just it is one of those things that you look at it and you just like. I mean, like, it seems like an interesting concept, but, like, do I really need to see this? It's, it's kind of like After Earth. Like, After Earth, like, it, it, it was, like, this seemed like a decent concept, but, like, do I love, I, really I said don't
3: that? do it, and yet you just Virgos, <laughs> man.
1: No, I, I, I didn't – what? Don't do what? I didn't spoil it. Did. No, I, I
3: mean, didn't don't even it. talk about it.
1: I ain't synced it. I just said it never looked good.
3: Yes. Um. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, okay, um, yeah, so, we'll be right back, this single simulcast.
0: Hey, this is Charlotte, Black Lives Matter, Belinda Castile, Life Matters, Single Simulcast is what you're listening to. You're listening to Single Simulcast with Rashani and my mom, Shante Fabulous. I'm... A product my own decisions. <laughs> you're right. You're a product of your own decisions. This is Single Simulcast. I'm Kid Awesome. And I'm Triple Kenny. Well, you're and you're listening to Single, Single Simulcast. Simulcast. Hey, this is Sherazard, a.k.a. Shami, a.k.a. Random Mess from the Third Side, also known as Some Call Me Sunshine. As always, this is single simulcast. That was was simply sensational. sensational. Single Single, simulcast will surely surface speedily.
2: Bitches.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, black men, are you tired of being told that men are trash? Are you tired of hearing over and over about toxic masculinity? Are you tired of having black masculinity defined for you on the videos, dancing? I bet. Check this out. Cue the music, please. My name is Jeremy Hurt, and Let's Talk Bruh is a podcast that I host on black masculinity. We have conversations on black masculinity and take it into our own hands, define it for ourselves, and break down what men are trash really means, as well as what it means to hold ourselves accountable for toxic masculinity and the ways that it impacts us and women. I have conversations on vulnerability, mental health, friendship, sex, and much more. Being a black man, as we know, is a full time job with no days off. And Let's Talk Bro is a podcast where all black men can have deeper conversations outside of Twitter's 280 characters to vent, to laugh, celebrate our wins, and call each other out for problematic behavior like telling your boy to man up when he's crying. Because what does it really mean to be a man if you can't cry? With each episode, we try to do our part in considering and suggesting new visions of black masculinity. Let's Talk Bro drops every Wednesday anywhere you can find podcasts. Hey everybody, this is Wormhole
2: Matt with the Planet Wormhole podcast. Please follow me and my wife
0: Rachel at Get Off My Planet. Uh, We are going to be talking about a lot of great stuff on Planet Wormhole, so please check us out. Thank you very much for having us on the show. Uh, The uh, single simulcast, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. It's also my favorite podcast because I'll be honest, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but you guys have really embraced me and I just, I love you for it. So thank you very much. Like makeup? Interested in mental health? Check out com, where I talk about my own everyday struggles with mental health and beat my face from time to time. This is Single Simulcast. My name is Jordan Redfield Wade.
5: Well, 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 if it isn't the so-called people's champion.
0: By day, I'm a philanthropist and private investigator. You risked your own life to try and protect someone who needed it. If that's what's needed to be a hero, then I want to help. But by night, I protect the people of New York City in a different way.
5: My name, champ, is Redwing.
0: Do I need to count the sheer number of felonies you committed today? As she lay dying, I promised my mother that I would fight for those who couldn't fight for themselves, and I refused to let her down. I would do anything to keep you safe, you know that, anything. Even murder? If that's what it took, then yes! I am the defender of New York City.
4: Justice is not something you can manufacture.
0: I am Red Wing. Oh yes, they're here. The Dream Team is here. Oh, yes. They're here. The Dream Team is here.
3: So, um... Reason why you should never have kids, number 19. Oh, there's only 19 reasons? Uh, I've, I've, I've only started numbering them this last week. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 when. <coughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: that yeah, that one really got me. <laughs> nice. Um Oh <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: <laughs> mm.
3: Oh god! Oh, that the hit me like okay. the, co- like, the uh, like the like the Lucky Charms. I don't know why. um Oh my god! <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh,
4: I'm
2: crying, yo.
4: <laughs> that might have been the perfect
2: response. <laughs>
3: Single Simulcast, episode 351, Shantae's in the building. I'm here. I'm Rashani. Scar and Brandon are here, too. Uh, Roughly, roughly eight years ago, maybe nine, because it's 2019. So maybe it may have been nine years ago. Matter of fact, it was nine years ago because it was episode 16 of Single Simulcast. I did an episode called the villain list and in the villain list, I laid out my top 10 villains of that of of all time uh, and nominated somebody to the hall of fame. Um, Now the list that I had back then was as follows at number 10, We had Nino Brown. Number nine was Scar from the Lion King. Number eight was Terrorists, because back in like 2010, every other movie, the whole thing was terrorists have taken over a building. Terrorists are doing this. They didn't even give them names. And they were just like, oh, yeah, we could make a sequel off of this by just saying, oh, they're a, they're a sleeping sect. They're just going to break off and it'll happen all over again. You can't yeah. stop the yeah, terrorists. You
1: just, you just got to give them a random name, like like how they did on Designated Survivors, like Al Sakar.
4: Like, yeah, exactly.
1: Okay, Al Sakar sounds like some shit that you might want to be weary of. So, all right, cool.
3: Or it sounds like something that the nigga would have said on Thor Ragnarok. Welcome to Al Sakar. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven was the warden from The Shawshank Redemption.
1: The of car sounds like somewhere that James Bond would visit,
3: or John Wick.
1: I've never seen a John Wick movie. I can't say that.
3: I will hang up on you now. Number six was Star Scream. Number five was Bill from Kill Bill. Number four was Zed from Pulp Fiction. I, I had a wicked sense of humor back then, but if Zed was able to tie up and emasculate um, uh, Marcellus Ving Wallace Rames. at that Ving point Rames. in time, I was like, okay, they didn't even show what Zed really looked like up until the point where they shot Zed or beat Zed's ass or whatever. But I was like, okay, that's saying something.
1: No, that killed that killed Ving Rhames. Like that was that 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 hurt Ving Rames, like for real. <laughs> I wouldn't I would even think of Marcellus Wallace when I think about that. Like, he got Ving Rhames, you know what I'm
3: saying? Number three is Agent Smith from The Matrix. Number two in the villain list of 2010 was Darth Vader. Number one is The Joker. Now. After a couple years, I completely forgot about it, and this year, I decided that I need to do another list because it's been almost 10 years, and I don't know if I'll be here when the 10-year actually comes around, so I was like, let me go ahead and do it now. Uh, Feel free to comment as you see fit. Uh, We also have a whole bunch of entries from listeners and and fans of the show and, and readers and things of that nature, so we'll get to those as well. But I first want to do my honorable mentions. And I think I should ask y'all, off the top of your head, who is your favorite villain of anything? Book, movie, life?
4: Oh, this is easy for me. Okay. Dr. Doom.
3: Victor Von Doom. Not even close. Why not?
4: He is the best in he's so smarty and he's so arrogant and condescending. Like it doesn't get any better than him. And every time you see him in comic books, he's always portrayed as something important. There's never any, he's never, he's bullshit. So love him.
3: I mean, I, I have Marvel Unlimited. Uh, I haven't gotten too far into the Fantastic Four series because they had taken them off for a really long time. Um, I do know that that nigga took over an entire island and just made it his own country. <laughs> yes, I don't know nobody else who did that, like, really just was like, this is Latvera, or Latveria. <laughs> it was just like, yo, I run this piece right here.
4: He also got the powers of a god and gave them, and the only thing that stopped him is that he got bored. Damn.
3: Okay. I got a person like that on my list. Shantae?
0: I don't know. This is kind of hard for me because I never really think about characters in this way, I guess. But maybe the. Okay, so maybe Tom Hardy's Bane. Okay. And maybe uh, another one for me is uh, even though it sucks as far as, especially this particular actor and the director of the movie, but Kaiser Sose. Okay.
3: Kaiser was a devious motherfucker. Whew. I also would allow the answer Karen from the store um, or Karen from work
2: or <laughs> um,
3: Karen on the freeway. I was at the movie yesterday. I went to see. Um, damn it. The movie about Jexy the movie about the guy who gets a new phone and the phone has like, it's like, Possessed with this strange AI. Um,
1: I have no idea what you're talking about.
3: Yeah, that's cool. You don't watch movies. (laughs) And so I love you for other reasons, not for movies. Oh, no, you're going to
1: love me for my answer when you finally get to me.
3: I I, I will. I just got to get this out real quick. Um, I went to the movies, and the way I go to the movies by myself is that I'll sit all the way up in the top, all the way in the back. Usually the uh, seat closest to the aisle so I can get up and get out at any time I want. This time the two aisle seats were taken. So I took the seat that was right next to the two aisle seats. So I was in F3 and this group comes in right before the movie starts and they're talking hell aloud. And it's, it's, it's the movie hasn't started yet. So I'm not really saying shit. Uh, they're talking uh, one of the people who walked past me and it's a white woman and she looks at me, she says, hi. And I say hi back. Cause I'm not a monster. <laughs> I should have been soon as the movie starts her camera flashes and it flashes right in my face. And my eyes snap up and I'm just glaring at her. And she's like, oh, it's my birthday. So I was taking a picture and I was like, oh, well it flashed in my face. And she was like, oh, but I was taking a picture of us. I'm like, then you didn't get a good picture because the flash is in my face. So that was the first part that this horrible person did. The second horrible thing that she did was her and I guess it was her boyfriend talk through the entire fucking movie and these are white people these are not black folks i don't know what to do i'm confused and scared at this point because it's a whole bunch of white people talking hella loud about not even about the movie they're talking about drinks and about oh you look much better than the last time i saw you and all this type of back and forth smarmy bullshit and then they pull out a uh, 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 e-cig and start vaping in the back of the theater. These, this is like a, a 58 and 59-year-old couple vaping in the back of the theater, Guess drinking alcohol. Um, and then they start making out. And I'm sitting next to them. And then the thing that made me maddest was at one point uh, on the movie, they made a reference to Dirty Dancing. And the guy, they didn't say Dirty Dancing, but they made a reference to, like nobody puts baby in the corner something like that. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, I remember Patrick Swayze said that in Roadhouse. And <laughs> uh, you know how much that irritated me. I told him. I said it out loud. I said it was Dirty Dancing, and they didn't hear <laughs> me. And he was like, yeah, it was either Roadhouse or it was Ghosts. One of those two movies, he says nobody puts baby in the corner, and everybody clapped.
0: Okay, that just sounds like trolling.
3: Right they took a picture of me too, but I told, I told on them. I, (laughs) I got up in a huff and I walked out and I was like, there's people who are sitting back here who are talking loud and smoking weed manager. I told.
0: That's what's up.
3: I felt great. Like telling all white people, I don't know what happened to them. I left, but you know, I saw the whole movie and I got it for free because of Regal Unlimited, but still, it was like a horrible experience because of Karen and her boyfriend Ken. So that's why I'm saying they should be on your villain list. Scar, who's on your list? Who's 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 your person?
1: Okay, and a lot of people are not gonna get this, but a shield. From Ender's gang? Yes, sir. That motherfucker was dastardly. Yeah, he was. Absolutely. And like a just like a basically like just like criminal mastermind.
3: Well, wait, wait, wait. Not even Ender's Game, ladies and gentlemen. Ender's Shadow. Yes. Yes. Okay. By the way, Ender's Shadow is a spinoff of Ender's Game, the book that became a movie by Orson Scott Card. Ender's Shadow is the, the version of it where Orson wrote it from the view of a character in the book named Bean. Uh, so Ender's shadow was about Bean and how he grew up as a poor kid in Rotterdam and he was homeless and had to get in with the gang in order to survive. And then the gang was still getting beat up cause they were the smallest gang and everything. So in order for them to be able to get ahead and get food, he basically told the leader of the gang to have a bully come over and become the leader of the leader of the gang. And then when the bully was trying to, like, beat up the leader, Bean was like, kill him. So a shill, which was a bully, this sounds like a whole lot, but when you read the book, it's fucking dope. So then a shield heard him say, kill him, and that's when he started getting real devious with it. Go ahead, Scar. Bro, he
1: made it, he made it to the school. You know what I'm saying? hmm Like, 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 you know, we look at Bean as, like, the character that came from nothing and, like made it to the school and like was a part of the whole the whole crew that that you know ended up taking down the formics or whatever but like the fact that this this other dude who we don't put on that same level at all made it as far as he did from the same place, still within the same mindset of like, this dude told somebody to kill me. So I'm going to do my best to try to get close enough to kill him. Like that type of thing. And like, and kept that shit going even after all of this stuff, when like all of that shit was over and they all started going back to earth and stuff like that. He still, I mean, he was like influencing governments, like you know what I mean? Like he was just, just dastardly.
3: Yeah. He was dope. Yeah. So, C. Brandon from uh, the Say Something Nice podcast said that his uh, villains are Bluto from Popeye, Dr. <laughs> Doom from Fantastic Four. I'm going to need your help with these ones, Brandon. Dr. Savannah from Shazam.
4: Yeah, that's the dude. I, did you? We saw Shazam. That was the dude in the movie.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he was the one who actually found his way back to the portal to... Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh Mr. Did he Mine, find his
1: way or did he did, he didn't pass the test, so he got kicked out.
3: He got kicked out and then he found his way back in.
4: He found his way back to get the magic. Okay. Just,
3: uh Mr. Mine who was the praying mantis, I think, or the
4: grasshopper. At the end of the film and um in the after credit scene, they show Sirvana in like the jail cell, mm-hmm. and there's some disembodied voices talking to him and it's like a little like worm? a worm. Yeah, yeah, that's Mr. Mine. He's evil as hell in the comic books.
1: Yeah, he was. He was there from the beginning. He was just in the little container, the little caterpillar.
3: Lex Luthor, Sinestro from Green Lantern. Sinestro, yeah. Sinestro, sorry, didn't watch Green Lantern. You're welcome, uh, Ryan. No, don't go watch that. (laughs) Superboy Prime,
4: Mister from the
3: color purple. Really? How does he? Really? Okay, okay.
1: If you read the book, maybe, but like not from the movie. Like he doesn't.
0: Does I don't know, he... man. He was terrible in the movie. He was terrible. I mean, for one, you know, he takes. You know, he has Seeley basically raising his children. He's mistreating Seeley. He's not for being a good husband to Seeley. He's sleeping with Suge. You know, when Suge shows up and then he's like calling her ugly and black. And, you know, he's what is it? He kept her from uh, and he kept the and he kept the letters from from Celie making her think that her sister had died. And the whole time Nettie was sending her letters from wherever she, you know, sending them from Africa and every place else and Mm -hmm. still trying to keep in contact with her. And the whole time, you know, for like however long, 30 years, 20 years, she's thinking her sister is dead.
1: I mean, supreme asshole, maybe, but like all time villain.
4: Yes. 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 What a, okay. What What about um Samuel Jackson's character from Django? Because I hated that nigga. Oh uh, no, not on this nah. list. Sarah Jane Johnson nah, from he *Imitation was of a, Life*. He was just a bootlicker.
3: Uh, that nigga really, Brandon really got something about Sarah Jane Johnson. He ain't letting that go. And Jafar from Aladdin. <laughs> Uh, Trevor Adams said, "Clever Lang, um, <laughs>
1: bro. <Bruh. laughs> you know what? I think he, I. I don't know if he makes the. I don't know if he makes the top ten, but he's goddamn close. <laughs>
3: like, you yeah, know, I can't be mad at Clever Lang because he was so fucking vicious.
4: <laughs> it was just the worst. Oh, we are forgetting somebody so obvious. Who? Um, Stringer Bell.
3: Fuck that nigga. No, fuck that Bell forever." <laughs> Fuck Come on, Bell right. fuck that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But like, but st- you can't it, do a
1: list without Stringer Bell. But but it's, but Stringer Bell didn't really get like his hands dirty, and like he he was just like. That's why he the worst.
3: Oh fuck that nigga.
0: Oh okay, cause see, okay, so then maybe I would put okay, like if we're talking about villains who like we couldn't stand, then Dolores Umbridge from. uh Harry
1: Potter. You know what? I'm, I'm about that life. I'm about that life right there. That's The what thing mean.
3: about Dolores Umbridge, and she is on my list, I will say, you know what? I'll go into it later on. I will go into that one. But why do y'all say Dolores Umbridge?
1: She has that same Ashiel quality to where it's like, you know, like, from the character's perspective, she was just just an evil motherfucker but like to some of her peers and stuff like that she came off as such is as, as like a, a, a strict but sweet lady but like to the kids like they all knew her to be an absolute monster and like that that balance between like the 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 evil and fake sweet just made her absolutely it it just made it worse and everything she did was just the absolute worst thing she could possibly do and she did it with a fucking smile
0: well also also too especially as it you know like obviously that's book five i think yeah five but later on after voldemort has come into power she is willing to be under that power. I was about to, to be, say to be to be a a person who furthers that power, mm-hmm. and that's why Dolores Umbridge sucks because so much you know whether it's in the book or even in real life, the people, the way the big bad people get more powerful are the the people who are under them willing to kind of do the things that you know the other people uh, who are going to get touched first. You Republicans. know, Republicans. Basically, yeah. You know, like all these people who are willing to say, yes, we will do this thing. Yes, we will hurt these people. Yes, we will sign this document. Yes, we will. Yes, we will do your bidding. Yes, we agree with you. Those are the Dolores Umbrages and you have to have those Dol- Dolores Umbrages for the power to become the big huge power. You know, the one powerful person doesn't get to be powerful on their own. They gotta they need people under them. They need lieutenants and sergeants and all that shit. And that's why Dolores Umbridge sucks.
1: They need people like her to lubricate that situation. You know what I'm saying?
3: And the thing about her is
1: (laughs) I went back to fear of a black hat on that one just to tell you.
3: Yeah, the yeah whatever. (laughs) The The thing about that is that with Dolores she literally there was no benefit to her there was no she they, voldemort never even talked to her he never even said anything to her he never promised her any any power she never became a death eater she just did this shit. she was an evil motherfucker.
1: yeah and then like and then like voldemort shows up and like whose man is this and she's like your
3: sire Right. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I've been working for you for all this time. <laughs> and turns out she's a fucking racist. Like she d- marks every single box of every single real life enemy, you know, who was smiling your face while telling you that you can't do something or was smiling your face while telling your manager that you're a problem or was smiling your face at an interview and then would turn around and say she would never hire you because of your name. And She's then, like that person. And then, like you, it's one of those things to where
1: it's like, like her being around really made you like really root for McGonagall like that. Like, yo, yeah. I can't wait till McGonagall slaps the fuck out of this lady. You know, <laughs> like it was really. I am mean, really about that life, dog. Like, I wanted McGonagall to slap. I thing.
3: had, I, I had a boss who, I kid you not, reminded me so much of Dolores Umbridge that I cried trying to talk to her because she would just never stop smiling and nothing sank in and she just believed what she believed and she was just going to go with it. Like I said, we'll get back to her in a second. Tommy Freeman said that, uh, John Leguizamo, uh, who, when he played Violator in, in, in Spawn.
1: That was just, it was too funny though. Like he was kind of funny, like Violator in the cartoon. Completely different story, but like in the movie, he was kind of comical a little bit. Like it was just kind of, it was just kind of funny.
3: Trevor said uh, Annie Wilkes from Misery. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude from uh, A Few Good Men that you can't handle the truth. Mm-hmm. Vinny Valdez, who is a professional troll, <laughs> put um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker on there. To which uh, one I said I have the Joker number one on my old list, but not Joaquin Phoenix. Cause... I watched for
1: incels. I watched the TV show with an incel by accident because <laughs> I like the TV show, and then the dude turned out to be one.
3: Twan Simmons said: uh, Galactus, Doctor Doom, Thanos, Deadpool, Joker, Bane, Scarecrow, and then Pennywise, Candyman, and Freddy Krueger.
1: Mm. Candyman, Candyman don't belong on this list, dog.
3: To some folks, he do.
0: Yeah, Kenny, I mean, everybody's got their own. Yes, Candyman candy got, got like.
1: fucked over and was just like, "Yo, I'm just gonna, ha- I'm just gonna have my revenge. Call my name and I'm coming to fuck some shit up." And like, but like, it was like something was done to me, so I'm gonna make sure that this shit get done to other people. But like. I, and on some level, like, on some level, like, as a fucked up person, like, I kind of understand that. Like, if you, if something really bad and traumatic happens to you and you get some supernatural shit going on, you don't want to spread your supernatural shit to as many people as possible because of the, the fucked up shit that happened to you.
3: But so, that, like, doesn't, that, that doesn't, that, yeah. that, that doesn't, that doesn't take away from you being I don't, a villain, though. I don't, yeah,
0: and I mean, oh, every I villain, every villain is, feels justified in why they're doing that That's what I makes most it
1: Candyman was justified. Like, am I the only person who's she
3: literally <laughs> just said every villain is justified and feels justified in no. what they're doing? No.
1: no, feels justified and is justified are two completely different things. No, Not really? No, no. I think I think Candyman was right. How okay, about so Johnny what about Jr. from,
4: from Dallas.
1: I, I never watched a second of Dallas in my life.
3: I have no idea. Johnny from the Karate Kid. Oh. Uh... <laughs>
1: Um, that, it doesn't, it doesn't count anymore. After, after Cobra Kai, it doesn't count anymore.
3: Um, I forget you what You can't this just, add, you can't
0: just buy, you can't just void people's opinions. It don't count no more.
3: Everybody <laughs> ain't seen Cobra Kai, man. You
1: should have. They put the first season for free.
3: Yeah, so what? It's on YouTube. I don't watch that shit. Nigga, that shit is greatness. Yeah, I, I just, I just haven't yet. So I got a... Uh, was his name Linguini? Was his name Linguini? The the chef from Ratatouille. The one who was like... Oh,
0: no. Lingu- Linguini was the other guy. Was the guy. Was the, was the, was 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 the good the, guy, right? Was the, yeah, was the good guy. The other I can't think of the other guy. The little short man. Yeah, the little, little short, short dude. Yeah.
3: Somebody put him on there. Um, let's see. Charmaine Fury put Mark Hamill's Joker... Heath Ledger's Joker, Jack Nicholson's Joker, the Killing Joke Joker. Those are our top four.
1: The Killing Joke Joker is like the most diabolical <laughs> motherfucker of all time. Yeah. I mean, for real. He walks up, he busses up into place, shoots somebody one time, and says out loud before we know what's really gonna happen, "She'll never walk again." And then
3: keeps on with his business. Like I don't mean to laugh. I swear to God, but Brandon, this is what I was talking about.
5: <laughs>
1: Yo, and he knew he shot one time and knew, and knew that he hit that spine and she would never actually walk again. But he made it like it was just like a she'll never walk again. And then he kept on moving like there was nothing
3: wrong. Hey, but you know what's funny? I said that same thing to Nisha on our wedding night. Ah, so number five was Iago from Othello. Oh number six was Lord Matsudara Natsurigo from uh, 13 Assassins. No number seven was Magneto. Number eight was Darth Vader. Number nine was Skeletor. And number 10, which has the best explanation, was Maleficent. She mm. said, and I quote, bitch cursed the baby because she wasn't invited to her birthday party.
1: <laughs> this, okay, so can I, I, think I, hold the same, I think I hold the same Candyman argument for Magneto.
4: Magneto's still a villain, though. And yeah, but I known. mean, is
1: he is he top ten?
4: Yes, I mean, he's, I mean killed
1: he's, <laughs> he's killed lots of people. He's killed lots of people.
0: Like Ben, like whatever, whichever X Men it was. Like if they're like it's, if they're just talking about the movie, like he put that what is it? Like the Mystique put some metal in the dude's blood. Oh or whatever, God, I remember. And that one. then he pulled the shit out of him. Oh, <laughs> like that was that fucked shit. up.
4: What about um Nino Brown? Them niggas had beef.
3: Nino Brown, like I said, he was number 10 on my list initially, my original list.
1: I mean, Nino Brown was like still a hero until he held up that little
3: girl. No, he wasn't. To the gunfire. No, the fuck he wasn't.
1: He was still a hero.
3: To you.
4: He was a hero. Jason.
3: Old Man Wade says Jason Voorhees, the operative from Serenity, Freddy Krueger, Kingpin, Mystique, Jaws, Dracula, Norman Osborn, and Bullseye.
1: Okay, Jason Voorhees. Like, do we like? Is he like? Does it does it really count? Because we don't know what like like most of these people who are villains. Like, we know what they're about. We know what they want to. You know, the change that they want to. The nigga is an
3: undead demon.
1: Yeah, but like, but
3: does yeah, but like,
1: (laughs) but we don't. But we don't know like what his. What his end goal is, like, we don't know anything about him. kill than, people.
0: Like, kill everybody. Wouldn't. Like, his goal is to kill. But, like,
1: I, I mean, I need a soliloquy or look, something. look, look,
3: I would love to debate each and every one of these with you. I really wouldn't, but we, we, we're running out of time.
4: Okay, fine. Nobody Shit. said Debo?
3: No. Nobody said Debo, actually. Shut up, bro. Knock your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> Debo punked that old man. You want some of this? two old men? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Bell said Sauron, Umbridge, Voldemort, mm-hmm. Hannibal, Randall Flagg. Oh, that,
0: from The Stand. From yeah. The Stand. Whew.
1: That's Voldemort, yeah.
3: Nice.
1: Yeah. I could debate Voldemort.
3: Patrick Bateman, Humbert mm-hmm. Humbert, and Kathy Ames. And Stephanie said Pinhead, Maleficent, Darth Vader, Thanos, Predator, Alien, Scar, Michael Myers, the Terminator and Pennywise the Clown.
1: I can de- I can debate Darth Vader too.
3: Oh God! <laughs> Mark Charley said all of the Joker's Thanos Carnage Carnage motherfucker. Now he's a villain.
4: That nigga's yeah. a villain.
3: He yes. don't care about shit. His whole thing is blood is body count. He'll tell you.
1: That's the point. He would tell you.
3: Like That's yo, stand Jason back Boehies and watch. Don't count. Stand back and watch body count. Jason Voorhees doesn't t- doesn't talk. That's the point. Dark side, Black Adam, Green Goblin, Magneto, Apocalypse, Loki, Sinestro, and Honorable Mention MCU Killmonger.
2: Mm.
1: Killmonger doesn't count. <coughs> Sorry.
3: Well, then you're about to be mad as shit. Because number 10 for me is Loki.
1: Mm.
3: Number nine is Bellatrix Lestrange. Mm.
1: That's that's some real shit right there. I'm,
3: Bellatrix I'm, I'm... nigga. Like, yo. When I tell you that Gogo has two nicknames, and one is Gogo, and the other one is Bellatrix. Bellatrix is an evil motherfucker, like with no even desire to redeem herself. She knows what she is, and she lives in it.
2: Yeah.
3: Number eight was Hans Landa from uh, *Inglorious Bastards*. Hmm. Number seven was Calvin Candy from *A*. uh Django Unchained number six and this is the me thing I know I know I know I may have to explain this a little bit number six to me was Birdie from Above the Rim for real <laughs> yes Birdie yes when that nigga pulled out that razor blade and cut Bernie Mac oh, up. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. Uh, Tupac. Okay, okay. Tupac. Uh, was, uh, yeah, yeah, Tupac. I, okay. I used to. I used to.
1: we we talked about this on the Dream Team, but I definitely used to carry a razor blade in my cheek. After that,
3: <laughs> he pulled it out so smooth too. But yes, Birdie, who after losing a basketball game says, "Shoot my brother, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Go kill my brother because he beat us in the basketball game. Go do that." Um. Number five, Eric, and he got the name from the wire to try to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah. but you know, he had to start somewhere, and it really did look like Baltimore, too. I just want to point that out either New York or Baltimore. I was gonna go with Baltimore. Number five is Eric Killmonger Stevens. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Number four is Steven from Django. I thought he was worse than Calvin Candy. I thought Samuel L. Jackson was worse by a long time.
1: I don't know. I could debate that.
3: Number three, Walter White.
1: Mm. Yes. I, I, I'm i with you there.
3: Yes. Number two, from Thor Ragnarok, the unkillable Hela. Hela. Just keep in mind, sure. at the end of that movie, she wasn't dead. She went to fight against that unbeatable nigga because they couldn't beat her. Thor, Loki, uh, the Valkyrie, The nigga with the guns, which, by the way, nobody else picked up the fact that he got two guns from Texas named Des and Troy. Des Bryant, Troy Aikman, put them together. Then it became destroyed. but Des and Troy. I thought that was funny. Anyhow. And my number one villain, (coughs) motherfucking Dolores Umbridge. Like, I'm so sincere. (laughs) To do the shit she did with a all the pictures of cats and pink fluffy shit in her office and all that kind of stuff. It's just like, she is the epitome of the white women that I run into.
1: It's just like the, the the fact that she just did that shit with a smile on her face.
3: The fact that she told that nigga, look, what you're going to do is you're going to write until it, until it drives into you. And every time he wrote his name, it cut something in the back of his hand and she just grinned and didn't give a shit. Like I
1: said, with a smile on her face. Who she was dark.
4: Okay. How do we get through this whole list without saying Hans Gruber?
3: Hans Gruber is um, actually we'll get there in a second. My honorable mentions from Dexter's Laboratory Dexter's Laboratory <laughs> Mandark. I missed that whole thing. You never saw Dexter's Laboratory? Bruh, you missed that.
1: Not that I ever, not not that I ever, like, when it was on, like, not that I ever cared about that. You know what I mean? Like,
3: another. I was already
1: fucking when Dexter's Laboratory came out. I won't think about that shit.
3: Good for you, buddy. I was fucking. Y'all, y'all, I was fucking. Did I mention I was fucking, by the way? (laughs) I was fucking. I was fucking. Motherfuckers, fucking. Um, Another honorable mention was. Brixton Lore from Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> that motherfucker was amazing. And his motorcycle was off the hook. Yeah,
4: that's
3: true. And he and he talked shit. Shantae, it was fucking Idris Elba as an unbeatable, unbreakable, unstoppable, half-cyborg, half-human who called himself Black Superman. Wait,
0: in Hobbs and Shaw? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm 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 definitely not upset that I didn't go see this. It was idris. I, I ain't and seen
1: none. I ain't seen none of the movies since Tokyo Drift.
3: You
0: know what? Right. Like, Shaw was not I bad at about all. Is Tokyo Drift. <laughs> a, bring back Lucas Black.
1: You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: it was it was
1: he uh, was the kid in Sling Blade. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. like, Yo, this nigga from Sling Blade. Get away from
0: us.
3: Another honorable mention for me was the officer from Boys in the Hood.
0: Oh, sure.
3: And, like, and he was He's one terrible. of those niggas who had one line, but...
0: Thank you. Fuck oh. it. Fuck it. Can't go to the world without a given off set of this shit.
2: hands
3: on the steering wheel. Got any drugs or weapons on you? No. I
2: didn't do nothing. I think you're tough. I think you're tough, huh? Oh, I'm scared, now. I like that. That's why I took this job. I hate little motherfuckers like you. What? Niggas, little niggas, necklace, blow shit. I think you're tough. Blow your hair. Shit. Set you wrong. Look like one of the Crenshaw mafia motherfuckers. No, you probably want to enroll in the 60s, huh?
0: Huh? Oh, well, Adam, 63. We have a possible 187.
2: Ooh, VW at Porto, Florence, Vermont. Again, a possible 187. Ooh, VW at Porto, Florence, Vermont. Stay out of trouble. You gentlemen have a nice evening.
3: Saw that shit in what, 1991?
1: I still hate that nigga, yo.
3: Right? I still hate that nigga, yo.
1: For for real. I, I, ooh. If, ooh, if I ever meet that dude, like the actor, it, it's going to be some problems.
3: Right? Like, for real. Like, I've never seen him in another film, so the only thing I got him for is this one line where he's like, I hate y'all little niggas. And it sticks with you because, yeah, anyhow. Uh, Next on honorable mentions, he made honorable mention. Like, he didn't even make the list with Thanos. Because to me, Thanos was like, yo, I did what I said I was going to do, and I'm done. Like, I don't want no more smoke. I just want to be a farmer. That's all I want to do. Like, y'all are gone. I just want to be, oh, y'all fucking with me again? Okay, fine, fine. Fine. This time I'll just go back before any of y'all were born and take out everything. And then I'm going to be a farmer because really, I just want to farm. Have you seen my soybeans? Have you seen them? Look, right there. Wait, what's he doing? Oh, he's aiming for the head this time? I'm dead. And my last honorable mention was Princess Azula from uh, Avatar. She... (sighs) She was evil. She was
1: evil, but like most of it stemmed from like mommy issues and daddy issues. Like, but she
3: was. She was evil. Her friends were evil. And the only reason why she stopped being evil as she was is because her friends left her behind. True.
1: Her friends was like, man, this ain't even fun no more. Mm hmm. Like this ain't even fun no more. Like you know, come on man, let's go do something else.
3: And then for the Hall of Fame, because I do a Hall of Fame election every time that I do this. So the first Hall of Fame um, ended up with Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman made the Hall of Fame uh, for the villain Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, just Gary Oldman. Like you, you <laughs> like yeah. you can, don't even name a character. Just Gary Oldman.
3: Yeah, nah, he put in too much work and did too many different things. Mm-hmm. Um. One of my favorite performances is still uh, his performance in the professional. I still think that was phenomenal. Uh, But this year, there's two, count them, two recipients for the Hall of Fame. The first one is is Scarlett Johansson. Wow. (laughs) And the second one is Alan Rickman. Because... Initially, I was thinking about all the characters that he played, including Hans Gruber, um, and then Professor Snape. I don't care what nobody says; Snape was a villain. I don't care.
0: He was also <sighs> a sheriff. He was also sheriff of Nottingham.
3: Yes, he was. In, uh, and
0: Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves.
3: And he was dope in it too. He was funny as shit. But in in Harry Potter. Yeah, at the end, he was like, I was a secret agent the whole time, but you still said hella racist stuff. You still (laughs) made this little kid's life a living hell. Yo, he was the half-blood prince. He was. reading those books again with such a joy. Like, I love the series, but he was still a fucking evil fuck. Correct. And he went through a lot, but he was a bad dude. He was a bad seed. Left off the list this year: Lord Voldemort, Freddy Krueger, Gogo, and lots of Hugging Bear. Lato Hugging Bear, he
0: was
3: th- fucked up. I thought about it for a long time. He was yeah. real fucked up. Yeah, he
1: Gogo was, was just Gogo was just crazy.
3: Gogo was just crazy, but she was also like she was the only one who came. She came the closest to killing the bride.
1: Yeah, but actually, was she the closest? I mean, somebody did like shoot her with some fucking buckshot and then put her ass in the
3: ground, like. And she dug gosh. her way out. Gogo was choking her the fuck out.
0: Yeah, yeah, she almost died. She really, she she came in probably as close to dying.
3: Her eyes were bulged out and hella red. She was a yeah. few seconds from death, dude. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was a dog Or if that was Scar saying ah. <laughs> <laughs> For, real? For real So that is the Villainless Version 2 um, If anybody feels like There was anything that was left out Go ahead and hit us up We'll include it in the next one We'll talk about it a little something something uh, Brandon go ahead and tell them Where they can find your shows Go ahead and tell them what y'all are talking about this uh, In your next episode Or in your most recent episode Is Brandon
1: here anymore? Not to be that guy, but he just put something in the chat that he had Oh, post.
3: yeah. I see that. Okay. Well, Brandon is from the Why So Serious podcast. The most recent episode was a review of the Joker, uh, which we found Joaquin Phoenix to be an amazing actor, but found the movie overall to be lacking. Scar, go ahead and do your shout outs and let him know what you're doing on your next show. Um,
1: I don't, I don't actually pre, uh, pre-plan my shows. So like, it's it's kind of a go with the flow type of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, check out Scarcasm Scarcasm Live. Uh, check out the painting stuff at um, Peace Two Colors Arts and Crafts on YouTube. And um, just follow me on the social media stuff. I'm pretty sure it'll be in the show notes and stuff. Just yep. do that. I'm, I'm way more active on Facebook than I am on Twitter these days. So if you if you want to get up with your boy, go go bear that way.
3: You're not going to find him under Scarfinger. I just want to point that out. I am Scarfinger. On on Facebook?
1: Mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash Scarfinger. I'm pretty sure that's me.
3: Oh, okay. All right. I'll have to check that out. I was just telling Shanta earlier that I still have you in my phone at Scarfinger Hoodrich.
1: I actually have your your government name.
3: Right. Like I don't I won't change it though. Like it wouldn't look right with the government name.
1: Yeah. It's weird because like sometimes sometimes I don't remember my
3: name. That's why that nigga said it in um on little uh rapper Big Pooh said it on one of his songs. I've been poo for so long that to hear my real name doesn't sound the same.
1: Yeah, I I just looked it up. Facebook.com slash Scarfinger,
3: that's how you find me. Okay,
0: Shante. Uh, well, I'm still learning Korean, so shout out to me. Yeah. Um, How
3: oh many days God. in a row are we on? Uh,
0: what is it? I think it's like 130 something. I Girl, think. Look. As far as Duolingo, like that's the I'm, I keep going to Duolingo because it keeps the streak, so I can be accurate as far mm-hmm. as like how long i've been doing it and everything my
1: my daughter just uh downloaded that uh you know she's about that uh BTS life
0: yeah shout out um, to her
1: i can't stand it uh i i i, I
0: <laughs> like i, I, I want to know what her who's her bias like <laughs> who's her favorite
1: uh Jimin or whatever his name is Oh
0: yeah, see so you guys, that's also my favorite he is also my favorite
1: Okay um I, and like one day we sat down and she, you know I keep telling her that like yo you are trying your best to learn about this this culture that's not yours and you don't know anything about your own culture
3: Don't be that whole type nigga let her enjoy shit No it's,
1: okay. but like but then like so she wanted to try to prove a point to me that like that, that this stuff is actually good so like she kept playing me songs you know of course I pulled up her YouTube so it wouldn't be on mine um so she kept playing me songs and every song I kept pointing out a black person who already did it and did it better like well, and, and well like,
0: yeah well I don't think I don't I mean I understand where you're coming from with that but I think they are honestly influenced by black music like they like they acknowledge that they're i don't think that they're biting it and like look at us we're original it's like we like this this is the music that we're doing
1: these niggas just these niggas just remake chicken noodle soup with the soda on the side i'm like what what
0: the? but that's because he that's because he liked the song though like motherfuckers remake songs that influenced them when they were younger like i get it I get it, but at the same time it's like if a motherfucker comes back and like says, "Oh, I wanted to redo a Michael Jackson song cuz I really fuck with that shit." I don't think anybody would would bat an eyelash at it. Yeah, other- but we
1: don't we don't like Neo. Like, come on, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, is like, I think it's I think it's convenient to be mad at this cat making this song without Listening to the fact that like this is something that he heard like when he was like in fifth or sixth grade that he yeah. loved and cared about and it's like you if you
2: no. we no. all
1: do things she that we
0: talk- t- go ahead She trying
1: to explain it to me and like I and you know like I say and she'll pull up a song and was like what about this because I was trying to explain to her how like um if you're if you listen to a song she played me a song before and it was like it was a song that she really liked and the beat was just kind of static and it didn't really move anywhere. And I was trying to explain to her how the rhythm section can make a song move and like the chord structure and all that kind of stuff makes a song move. And it was just kind of static. And he was just staccato over a very standard beat that didn't have any like changes or anything, which is straight through. So she was just trying to play me examples of like, is this what you're talking about? This is what you're talking about. And one of the dudes I mean he I have never heard this before, but he sounded exactly like Buster roms. It just wasn't in English, like how do you sound like yeah,
0: but that's the thing, I mean, but they've been influenced by hip hop like some of the dudes were like underground hip hop artists that was their thing that's what they fuck with that's I mean I guess that's the thing about. Like, yes, this group was kind of put together, and they've been trained. And, and they cannot dance, menus-
1: bruh. They cannot dance. They don't all dance together. I mean, it's a bunch of niggas in the group, though. So, like, it's a lot of them, but, like, half of them can't really dance.
0: mm mm-hmm. Half them I think some of them dance better than the other ones, some of yes. them are like really some of them are really good at dancing, and then some of them aren't as good as the other ones,
2: yeah,
1: and then it's just like i mean i don't know i just i just I find it all just weird, like and like the nope i'm I'm gonna keep that part to myself i just i I just find it all weird
0: okay well i I could say that i I say that they, some of them, especially like whether it's BTS or some of these other K-pop groups are probably doing the R&B music that people want to hear because of the voices, because of the training, because mm-hmm. of the intent behind the, the music, you know, the, the singing, the vocalists and everything. But everybody can't get into it because it's another language. Yo, that if, people, I that if see- people were doing what, if people now were insisting <laughs> that that English, you know, that black or whoever mm-hmm. English speaking artists were doing the type of training and focus that the South Korean artists were doing, I think the music would probably be better.
1: It's the Bruno Mars thing. Like, yeah, you can't be mad at Bruno Mars for picking up all of this stuff and kind of make and modernizing it because you didn't take care of it. Like you left it behind. Bruno Mars picked it up and did it.
0: And like, you can't be mad at him. That's what you're saying? No, what I'm saying, <laughs> no, because I actually don't have a problem with Bruno Mars. What I'm saying is... No, I don't either, but people
1: get real mad about him trying to remake r sure. R&B music and with I, that sound. I,
0: I think people are upset that R&B doesn't sound like it used to. And I think the reason why it doesn't sound like it used to is because the kind of training that those other R&B artists got, whether they got it in church, whether they got it from vocal coaches, whether they, you know, a, like a, a purposeful training, that doesn't happen so much anymore but you hear it in these other artists in these south korean artists where you can hear the warmth in their voice you know that they did not necessarily come out of the womb sounding like this that they're being trained that they are practicing that by the time you see them they've been in a studio or they've been in a dance you know in a dance room they've been with a vocal coach for two or three years and it's that kind that lack of training that American artists have, where because our focus is just like, do you look good? Can you kind of move and let's make some money off of you where it seems like the South Korean entertainment groups are like, you need to be able to dance, you need to be able to hold a note, you need to sound good, you need to look good. And I feel like their focus on that is why their music sounds the way it sounds. Why it sounds familiar? That's what it is. It sounds like familiar R and B. That's why you can say, "Oh, well, somebody else already did the shit." But it's because they're they're doing it. They're I think they're they're doing something that people may have done a long time ago, like with Motown, where they're making them take etiquette classes and do this and do that, and they're not coming out kind of just raw.
1: Yeah,
0: I, and that, I, I, and, I can, that I can see and that. And that's what I think is happening with some of our American music, that these people are coming out raw and people want a more refined sound. But I think that refined sound is in South Korea at this point. The sound, the R&B that I think some people want, like, like V from BTS. V has a very deep, soulful voice. And, and, and I think that's what some people want to hear. But it's just, it's obviously not in English.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm, I'm. not about to figure out who the rest of these dudes are. I only know, the, I only know that one name because that's the one she seems to like. And she wants me to buy a hoodie. Buy her
0: the hoodie.
1: I it's am, a hoodie, but I'm going to buy it when I feel like it. I'm not going to buy it just because she wants it.
3: You should buy it just because <laughs> she wants it.
1: No, I buy it when I feel like it.
3: And you should buy her a single Simon Cash shirt as well.
0: But yeah, shout out shout out to army and mon Bay and citizens everybody uh, else. Oh, oh. So.
1: we had we had a thing like oh, uh, part of the thing uh, in the beginning was like she actually believes that internet culture is 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 not what it actually really is because I said that the um I said that they looked like um they 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 looked a little suspect and I said that that one one of them one of them um, looks like your your gay aunt Carol um, Like, and I said these things to her and she was like, oh, don't say that out loud. The army's going to come get you. So I tweeted it and I kept checking my notifications. She said, if you send this out there and my Twitter is wide open, I'm trying to convince her like the internet is not what you think it is. Like, it's like no one from the army is looking for me. Like, that's true.
0: I mean, it's hit or miss.
1: <laughs> like she, she believes that all, she believes in this stuff. She's 11, so like she believes in all of this stuff as as if it's way it's way bigger than what she, what she, outside of like the people who actually care. Like the rest of us just don't
2: care.
3: I'm glad you're still talking about this because you know it was just supposed to be Shante doing shoutouts before you jumped in. While you were talking. Tito said that his top ten are Ozymandias Ozymandias from Watchmen, uh, The Joker, Lex Luthor, Neron, Necron, Anti-Monitor, Nimron, Ultron, The Magus, and Homelander. Shante, please, congratulations on your streak. Continue with your shout-outs.
0: Yeah, and just shout-out to to everybody uh, who continues to support us, support the show. We appreciate you.
3: I was waiting to see if Scar was going to jump in. Um,
2: I,
0: I
1: was going to. I was really going to. But I just saw that the um, the dude from Jackie Brown just died.
3: Yeah, he passed on Robert Forrester. Yeah, and shout it, out to him. Shout out to Diane Carroll.
2: Yep.
3: Rest in peace to both of them. I failed to mention her in the last episode. and That made me feel some sort of way for a, for a couple of days. Um... So I'm not going to start talking like I'm a brand new person. I still got a lot of hangups and a lot of pain and a lot of hurt feelings. Like, I think the one thing that needs to be said is that it doesn't matter how old you are. It's okay to have your feelings hurt. It's okay to have hurt feelings. It doesn't make you less of anything to have emotional reactions to something that is counter to what you want it to be thing is, do you deal with it or do you suppress it? If you suppress it, it is dangerous. You can't suppress things for too long because that's how you blow up. So you got to speak up about these things that are worrying you or bothering you, even if you are afraid or have anxiety about what the repercussions are going to be. If you think there's going to be repercussions, that should not be the reason why you don't speak up. And one day, one day I'm going to have to speak up and the repercussions are going to be severe, they're going to be swift, and they're going to be long-lasting. But that's the only way I can ever get past the actual pain that I still hold on to. You know what I'm saying? And my therapist is really, in the, the sessions that we've had, has really been working with me to drill down. That's really what therapy is, y'all. I can tell you right now that it's really just drilling down. Like, I start talking, and she starts drilling. And we're getting to the base issues of everything. Um, this Single Simulcast, episode 351. We appreciate y'all listening. Uh, become a patron. Uh, we do have a ton of stuff on there for our listeners. We have a ton of uh, special content. And more stuff is coming out uh, monthly. Maybe not be daily because I don't always have the energy to do so but definitely monthly there is content that's coming out that you won't be able to find anywhere else. Uh, we have t-shirts uh, for sale. We got the Shantae t-shirt available. Uh, we have the single simulcast t-shirt available, and then we have the Rashani t-shirt available uh, as well as if you want to buy some stuff with my basketball team logo on it, we have the sharpshooter uh, logo, basketball, the sharpshooter basketball club logos available. This is all at tpublic.com. Um, and then we have the original single simulcast logo, uh, the one that Shantae made, not the one that I made. The one that I made was horrific. So I don't even know where the background is for that anymore. I don't even know where that logo is. Um, But yeah, I think that's about it. We're broke. So please help. Help, please. H-A-L-P, please. Because... Uh, we got to get some stuff paid and we got to get some equipment taken care of. So, and Shantae's going to need uh well, not Starbucks. she's good for a while, but Sephora, I'm sure that there's Fenty out there. This single simulcast, she's Shantae. I'm Rashani. That guy over there, a scar. I am. Um, thank y'all so much for listening. We appreciate it. Y'all be good. Peace. Never. Did you say never? <laughs>
1: I, that's my new thing. When someone says be good or something like that, I say never. I'm the only one who says, one who says be good. No, people say that all the time. Like as people say that to me all the time,
3: damn, they biting
1: me. And, and, and they always say that. And I just started saying never. And biting my was,
3: style, man.
1: And like, and, and people always surprised by him. When I say that they just, they kind of go, Oh, okay. No. What, what are you saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is single Simulcast. cast. Don't know my name, I